This is the Game of Codes on the Raw Australia's biggest sporting debate. The Marsh Cup is in full swing, my man. Mitchell Sark, Fifer had a great economy rate, Jeffers. It's the Sheffield Shield, but, you know, whatever. It's all the same, mate. It's all the same. <laughs> it's not. Um, we've got our man, Glenn Mitchell, cricket expert at theraw.com.au, joining us on the line. How are you, man? The Marsh name seems to be pretty popular at the moment. <laughs> After the double hundred in the Marsh Cup, uh, people are starting to talk about him making a comeback to test cricket. Yeah, I'm one of them men, and I'll put my hand up. He's uh, he's no, in the side for me. No. <laughs> anyway, that's why you guys are the experts, and I'm just here to reel off names. Uh, who is knocking on the door for Australian selection, mate? Well, I think, obviously, there is a lot of talk about Sean Marsh, but I think, realistically, I think it would be his ninth recall to the Australian team. And in his 37th year, 38 tests and an average of 34, I, I, I don't see that that's the way forward for Australia. So I think we can can wipe him out. I mean, to be perfectly honest, um, at this stage, Labuschagne and Smith are locks. It seems that Warner is going to, to play, but beyond that, I mean, players have had opportunities. Kawaja and Bancroft have been incredibly disappointing. Burns has got some starts. Harris made 100 on a very, very flat track where we saw two double centuries scored as well. The batting is a little bit of a concern at the moment. I mean, Wade, I think, will bat at number five, but, you know, he hasn't got past 40 so far in the Sheffield Shield season. So there are some genuine worries still for Australia around principally Smith and Labuschagne, who are continuing on pretty much from where they left off in England. It's looking like it's going to be a case of, you know, same old, same old, moving on from the ashes in that it looks to be fairly reliant on two batsmen right now because Labuschagne and Smith, you know, Smith making 100 recently, Labuschagne, I think four half centuries in a row so far was, Close to that, if he hasn't. Um, Will Plakowski is an interesting one for mine. Made 100 on that Junction Oval Road, um, which we can dismiss somewhat, but he also followed it up with a half-century against WA when, uh, in a match that Victoria have not been particularly competitive in. Um, so that's a good outing from him, and I think he still needs a, a more um, a, a larger sample space. Or a He's larger... got a pretty large sample space. He's had two good shield se- or a good shield season last season. Yeah, I, I think... I think the previous seasons have seen him going really big without making many fifties or like you know intermediate scores. If you like, Wasn't it's like, he like small... three hundreds, and then he came, he pulled out for, for mental issues. I think it was two, but yeah. Look, I think if he continues to make you know half centuries and centuries, he's got to be right in contention despite his age. Um, because yeah, you look at some of the guys. You know, Travis Head hasn't been particularly impressive. Um, Usman Khawaja's failed. Um, you know, Joe Burns, Matt Renshaw, there's, you know, Cameron Bancroft as well. It's, if Sean Marsh is is the best performing batsman in, in first class cricket, and we've had this discussion many times in many seasons past, I suppose that's a bit of a concern uh, for Australian I cricket. think it's, I mean, in all seriousness, it is a massive concern. I mean, if it was, if it did come down to selecting those two, I would actually lean towards Bukowski. As I said, Agreed. Marsh's body of work is broad now. I mean, he's 30, 36 years of age. He's played 38 test matches. And I said he's, this would be his ninth recall off the top of my head. The one that is really interesting, I think, um, is Kawaja at the moment. Mm. I mean, the only way I could see him being able to force his way back into the team as an opener, I don't think he's going to bat number five. Three and four are locked down with Labuschagne and Smith. He's actually batting ahead of Labuschagne. He's batting at number three. And at times, given Renshaw's form, he is coming in relatively early. But... You know, Kawaja, 27 in four innings. A lot of people still, I mean, I saw something from Darren Lehman within the last week saying that he would have had him in that team. But, 
I just I don't know how they could go with Usman Khawaja at the moment. I do really wonder now what his future is at Test level for Australia. Yeah, I mean he's we all know he's got the quality, and I would be I'd be quite sad personally if we never see him again at the highest level. You know, playing for Australia, but at the moment you can't pick him. His form's simply not good enough. He was out of sorts in the Ashes. The idea of Pekovsky playing is is, is grown on me. I, I think he's a. Mm. I mean, look, he's got so much great cricket ahead of him. You don't want to rush him in, but uh, by the same same token, mm. it's not going to be the hardest of Australian summers. So you know, it may be a good time to One blight minute. him. Um, on the bowling front, probably worth mentioning Mitchell Stark, lazy ten mm. for sixty um, for the match, and and at a good economy rate too. That's often been a concern about his. So to see him taking a lot of wickets while <clears throat> still being miserly, that's a very good sign. Who are your four bowlers if you had to pick the Test team right now? I would have Stark in there, I think, from what he's done there. Um, it's interesting, Hazelwood and Cummins are still being kept in cotton wool after a reasonably heavy workload, in particular Cummins, during the Ashes. The other one who I think is impressing is Jai Richardson. Yeah. Um, and we saw what he was able to do last year. And it would have been fascinating to see, had he not dislocated his shoulder in the UAE, what part he would have played in the Ashes, whether he would have been playing ahead of Siddle. And uh, if his form had have held up, that would have probably precluded Stark from playing at all in that Ashes series. But, you know, he genuinely is able to take the ball away from the right-hand batsman at at pace. And you're talking about economy. I mean, so far this season in the Shield, he's averaging about two runs per over, his economy rate. And I think he is probably, for mine now, the next in line, given Stark's performance behind Cummins-Hazelwood. I would be going for Richardson, which is probably unfair on Nessa, but I think Richardson really has some special qualities. Richardson does look quite special. Glenn Mitchell, cricket expert at theraw.com.au. Thank you for coming on A Game of Codes, the show's biggest sporting debate. Good on you. Thanks, boys. On The Raw, Game of Codes, Australia's biggest sporting debate.